Hello and welcome to Let's Talk About It podcast. I am your host, Apostle Rosemary of RCN Ministries and OSGA Apostolic Network, along with my wonderful husband, Apostle Herbie, who will not be joining us on today. But today we're going to talk about the Master's Reset. That is correct. The topic today will be the Master's Reset. We need to understand what is happening all around us globally. The Lord has hit the master reset button. The Lord is making preparations for his people. We know what it may look like in the natural. But when we look through the lens of heaven, we will see God's goodness in all things. When the people rebel against the things of God, In the Bible, we always see a reset. God alone and only God has the ability to realign all things back to its original purpose that God planned for it. Whenever we look throughout the Bible in many different instances, we begin to understand and we begin to see that in Genesis chapter 6, Because of the corruption of mankind, the Lord sent the flood. But before he sent the flood, he had already gone ahead and he had given Noah the blueprints to build the ark. Very specific blueprints. And he had given him instructions on who could enter into the ark to be saved from the flood that was to come. By Genesis chapter 7, we begin to see that the flood took place. And for 40 days and for 40 nights, we begin to see that the Lord cleansed all of the earth. He washed away everything. Yet again, the master's reset. When we look at Genesis chapter 8, the floods begin to abate. They begin to subside. And the waters begin to dry up. Uh, And by the time we look in Genesis chapter 9, we begin to understand that this is the chapter that the covenant was made between God and man. And he put the rainbow in the sky as a promise that he would never flood the land again. In all of these instances, and even in Sodom and Gomorrah, we begin to see that the Lord sent fire to cleanse that place because of the wickedness, because of the sins, because of all of the corruption there in Sodom and Gomorrah. What happened? The Lord hit the reset button. He had to cleanse mankind of the sins and all of those that would that he could, if he could find just a few of the good men, if he could find 50, remember the man of God kept going back and he kept saying, well, what if I can find it? He kept changing the numbers. Why? Because it was so sad and it was so much sin. It was so much corruption and so much wickedness there in Sodom and Gomorrah that Every time he thought he had a certain number, he had to dwindle it down. And just, just if, if, if I could just find one good man, God is looking for that one good man, that one good woman in this season that he can trust with his heart, that he can trust that has his mind, that he can trust who has a pure spirit towards the things of God. 
They're not tainted. They're not polluted. Uh, they're not contaminated. They're not looking for self uh, 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 gratitude and gratifications from other people. They're not looking to be promoted by man, but they're looking to be at the feet of Jesus. When these things come upon the earth, we see God hit the master reset button on all mankind to purify the earth. Noah was spared because God had a covenant with Noah. So we ask you on today, do you know for sure that you have a covenant with God? Whenever we rebel against God, when we worship created things like people, money, cars, houses, anything that we begin to worship and put our businesses, our ministries, our churches, the different Ephesus in the, in the, that the, the Lord allowed us to ordain the sanctuaries. There's nothing wrong with adorning the places of God and making them beautiful, beautiful Ephesus in, in uh, beautiful sanctuaries. But we cannot get to the place that we take ownership because we're only stewarding in the season that God allows us to steward in. We need to understand when we begin to worship created things, but we don't worship the creator of all things, we have sinned against God. We're going to look at a few scriptures here. In Revelations chapter 21 and 5, it says, And he who was seated on the throne said, Behold, I am making all things new. I know it looks bad. I know it doesn't look good. I know that many are losing loved ones. I know that there's a lot of chaos that is going on in the natural. But I'm here to tell you there's a cleansing and a reset that has taken place. My God. Another verse in Joel chapter 2 and 25. The word of God says, I will restore to you the years that the swarming locust has eaten, the hopper, the destroyer, and the cutter my great army, which I sent among you. My Lord, we need to understand something. Stop giving the enemy so much credit. Stop always saying the devil did this and the devil did that. It's not always the devil. There is a process. And many times, God wants to see what you're going to do in an instance when the pandemic shuts everything down. Are you still going to worship me? Are you still going to be faithful? See, we need to understand it's not about a building. It's not about a certain type of ministry, but it's about the word of God, the unadulterated word of God. Listen, a building is a place as according to the word of God for the saints to assemble themselves together. There is nothing wrong with a church building. There is nothing wrong with the church, but the word of God also tells us to present our bodies a living sacrifice. Holy, my God. Holy, we have to keep this temple holy. Why? Because it's our reasonable service. This is where God dwells in us. We are the temple. The building is the place to meet. So wherever we go, the temple shows up. God shows up. Why? Because we carry the atmosphere and the environment of heaven within our temple. Job Chapter 8 and verse 7. These are all the ESV. The English Standard Version. Translations. 
And though your beginning was small, your latter days will be very great. Do not look at what you're going through in your current situations, but look at where God is taking you to. Don't get discouraged. Don't get weary. Don't get tired. Don't get lax. Don't get to a point where you just throw in the towel and throw up your hands and say, I've had enough. Wait on God. Wait on him. And don't despise, as the word says, small beginnings. The Lord just wants to know, can I trust you? The, another verse here is 2 Corinthians chapter 5 and verse 17. And it reads, therefore, if any man is in Christ, he is a new creature. The old has passed away. Behold, the new has come. There's a problem. There's a leak. There's a hold in the hedge. My God. The enemy has crept in unaware in the church and in the hearts of the people of God. Because once we come into Christ, we have become the new creature in him. And that old man is passed away. Behold, all things have been made new about us. So if we're still diddling and dabbling and doing the things we used to do, guess what? We need to get back down on our face and get on an altar and call God. Lord, help me. God, I repent. God, help me. I need you to pull this thing out. I need you to curse it to the roots. I need you to root it out. I need you to pluck it out. I need you to cut it off and throw it into the fire, God. Jeremiah 29 and 11 says, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans for welfare and not for evil, to give you a future and a hope. Stay encouraged. God has already declared what your end is going to be. Ah, he's declared welfare and not evil, to give you a future and a hope. So keep your eyes on God. Do not get distracted in this season. First Peter 5 and 10 says, and after you have suffered a little while, my God, the God of all grace, who has called you to his eternal glory in Christ, will himself restore, confirm, strengthen, and establish you, my God. The same God. The same God who knew you before you were formed in your mother's womb, according to Jeremiah 1 and 5. The same God that had you on his mind and spoke forth a word and created you, my God, the same God. Ah, his, him, the same God, him in his eternal glory in Christ will himself, this is personal, restore you. He will himself confirm you. He will himself strengthen you and establish you. Psalms 51 and 12 says, restore to me the joy of your salvation and uphold me with a willing spirit, my God. God is restoring joy in this reset. Uh, God is calling you back to a place in him where you have eternal salvation. And God is upholding you, yo, each and every one of you with a willing spirit. God is there. We're going to also read Psalms 23, 
1 through 6, and it reads, The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil for you are with me. You're my rod, you're my staff. Make this thing personal. They comfort me. You're not alone in this fight. The rod and the staff is right there. God is right there with you. Verse five says, you prepared a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anointed my head with oil. My cup overflows. Six says, surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Listen, Psalms 23. We've come to tell you this morning. The Lord is your shepherd. You shall not want, like, or be in need of anything. He's your healer. He's your restorer. And in this time of reset, God is doing a new thing in you so that he can get a new thing to flow through you to the people. My God. Another verse is Matthew 6 and 33. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and all of his righteousness and all these things will be added to you. What's going to be added? Anything that you are in need of. Anything that you are lacking. The word of God says if you, if you like wisdom, ask. And it shall be given. Whatever you need in this season of reset, ask God and he will give it to you. Romans chapter 8 and verse 28 says, And we know for those who love God, all things work together for good. For those who are called according to his purpose. See, we've got to understand something. It's not about our purpose, but it's about God's purpose. It's not about our will, but it's about God's will. Even Jesus recognized this. In the Garden of Gethsemane, when he was praying, and he told the, the men of God, the apostles to pray. Pray. In other words, stay awake, stay alert, pray. Intercede for me. Because he was carrying the weight of the world. He goes into the Garden of Gethsemane. And he is talking and seeking God. He is praying to his father. And he got to the he got to the place where he said, Father, let this bitter cup pass me. In other words, he was asking God to take it away. God, will you let it pass me? But he got to a place where he came to himself. And he came into his purpose, the fullness, the full weight and the weightiness of his purpose. And he said, but nevertheless, not my will, but thy will be done. In other words, this season of reset, this season of the master's reset, let the will of God be done in your lives. Be obedient to what God is telling you to do. No matter what anyone thinks, stay true to God. Stay submitted to God. Stay humbled to, his, to God. Stay at his feet. Do not stray to the left nor to the right. 
but keep your eyes on God. Do not get distracted in the master's reset. We see the flood with Noah in the reset. During Noah's time, it washed away and it cleansed the whole earth. Again, we remember the fire in Sodom and Gomorrah. It burned away everything. It, it cleansed. Fire is, a, is also a cleanser because when it burns, it burns everything. And there's nothing left. You just have to rake away the residue of the sins in that very territory. I've come to tell you all on today that the Lord has again hit the reset button in this time of the pandemic. And I want you to know, please do not get weary. Do not get off track. Stay focused. Keep your ears inclined to heaven. Do not allow yourself to be tossed to and fro by every kind of doctrine. Do not allow yourself to sit at every table and to drink from every stream. Do not allow yourself to be bamboozled, to be hoodwinked in this hour. Do not allow yourself, men and women, to be deceived. But keep your eyes on God. Keep looking to him. Look to, look to the hill from which cometh your help. All of our help comes from the Lord, says the word of God. Know today that the masters hit the reset button. This is the master's reset. And during this time of this reset, let God work his purpose out for the people in your lives. We pray that this message have blessed you. And we pray that you be able to listen to this today. And you're able to Begin to just identify some areas in your life where you need God to move. During this time of reset, God has removed a lot of the clutter. He's removed a lot of the busyness. He's removed a lot of distractions from many of you. And God's got a place right now where he's saying, I need you at my feet. I need your ears inclined to heaven. I need you to put spiritual blinders on. I need you to keep your eyes straight on me. Don't veer to the left nor to the right. Keep coming to me, daughter. Keep coming to me, son. Don't let the enemy bamboozle you. Don't let the enemy deceive you in this hour. But keep your focus on God. And again, this is our podcast. Let's talk about it. In today's message, I really hope it blessed you. The master's reset. Let God do a work in you so that he can do a work through you. May God bless you all. May God keep you all on today until next Wednesday. You guys have a great rest of your day. Apostle Herbie and I love you. We're praying for you and we're praying with you. And while you're at it, go to our websites. We've we've got two different websites now. Um, RCN Ministries. You can Google it, rcnministries.com. And also our apostolic network is osgaglobal.com. We've got both of our websites on. We'd love to hear from you. Send us an email. Um, text us on our WhatsApp. If you're global, it's so easy to use. Many people are connected. 
And just let us know that you're being blessed on our podcast. Give us a shout out. Keep us in your prayers. You pray for us and we'll pray for you. And we're going to watch God change things continually. God bless you and God keep you until next week. And again, I am your host on Let's Talk About It podcast, Apostle Rosemary of RCN Ministries and OSGA Apostolic Network. God bless you and God keep you until next week. Have a blessed day.